0: Welcome to the Vici Mundum Show, a ministry of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia. And you'll like lead me on.
1: Yeah. Okay. We, are 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 okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. we are live. Okay. <laughs> no, it's actually not live. Don't worry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we have listeners listening right now. <laughs> <laughs> They're tuning in from all around the world, <laughs> especially Sweden. <laughs> That's right.
1: That's right. So, Anthony, how's West Virginia?
2: West Virginia was cool. I'd never been to that part of the state before. It was uh, right across the river from Steubenville, oh, so I got to actually. I went to Steubenville, Atlanta this summer, but I've never been to Steubenville, Ohio. Oh wow! So that was fun. That was cool. Amazing. We went to the we we toured the campus a little bit. We went to the Portyunkala. I've Have heard it? of that. What what the heck is a Ports What I can't even say. It. <laughs> what's a Portyunkala? I think that's how you say it. It's a it is a replica of the little church that Saint Francis of Assisi rebuilt in a cc. So it's like oh. a little tiny church.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, in West Virginia.
2: Yeah, they have it on Steubenville, uh, on Franciscan University's campus. Okay. Yeah.
1: I don't think I realized they were that close to uh to West Virginia.
2: No. Yeah. Right across the river. Right across the Ohio River. Okay.
3: Nice. Have you been up there, Ken? No, I have not actually, sadly Because my sister actually went there She graduated from from Steubenville um, From Franciscan University of Steubenville So I wish I had been there I have a lot of, I know a lot of people Who have been there and, and heard it's a great place um, Fully alive with Christ But no, I have not So
1: For those listening, Steubenville, uh, Ohio There's, Franciscan University is there It's a great mm-hmm. Catholic school um, They produce a lot of very great, well formed intellectual
2: Catholics. Dude, we also visited these awesome Franciscan sisters, Franciscan TOR sisters, and they have this thrift shop where they like people come in and then they invite them to pray. So shout out to the Franciscan sisters TOR. And we went to their mother house, it was beautiful.
1: Oh, uh, nice. Huh. Well, we are here at the Vichy Minim Studio. Welcome back to another show. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And today we are very excited um, because we have a special guest with us, right from our own parish, Mrs. Natalie Cherry.
0: Hey, do I start singing now? Yeah, you, yeah, sing away.
1: She's gonna, she's gonna sing this whole podcast. Yes. So hang on tight, folks.
2: Man, I have competition this week. <laughs>
1: that's right get out of the way Ringing collar string band it's natalie cherry um and then i'm austin and we also have ken in here hey and anthony is here and uh hola there he is and uh unfortunately anthony is heading back to seminary soon so we're cramming in as many podcasts
2: with anthony as we can <laughs> that was me sobbing in self-pity poor anthony
0: (laughs) we will miss anthony yeah yes he's
2: a good guy
1: so (laughs) we wanted to talk about uh something near and dear to natalie's heart um she approached us with this topic and we were like this is great this is awesome we want to talk about it so um natalie has part of her journey um Mm -hmm. has to do with uh with christian music kind of your deeper conversion right yes so can you tell us about that
0: natalie okay um I approached you guys, I was listening to your podcasts, and you put an application out there, and I said, oh, what the heck, I'm going to try this, and I put my application out there saying, I am a person that loves Christian music, and I listen to it a lot, and um, what put me into uh, listening to Christian music was um, through my life, you know, I listened to a lot of rock and roll, and I was just getting tired of hearing of the same old rock and roll, and... uh, as I was just driving my vehicle, I said, Lord God, can you give me something different to listen to? And as I'm popping away and at the radio, and you're talking about 17 years ago, okay, um, I came across this radio station called uh, K-Love, and they started playing music about Jesus and how it just made me feel better and made mm-hmm. me feel good, and I could connect with this. And I listened to it for about a year, and that, and then I was saying... Other people need this. yeah. And this was before we were even bringing this into our masses. These songs weren't even brought into our, our youth masses yet. And as it was going on, um, I started listening to it. And then I said, you know what? We have a lot of military people here. I want to support this. And I started supporting it. And I was blessed and lucky to have a job where I did delivery and I could listen to music. In my vehicle. So I was able to listen to Caleb all day long. (laughs) And I was praising, worshiping God all day long. And as I would approach people, they would see the happiness on me. And I might even go into a business or up to a house and I'm singing amazing grace or a, a Christian song. And they're looking at me like, "Why is she so happy?" Hmm. And that, and I would be like, "Oh, you guys got to listen to this radio station." And um, and it just started growing and growing, on me, to where I even bought a got. They gave me a bumper sticker, <laughs> and I put it on the back of my car so people could start listening to it. And then, you know, as you're driving around. Praising and worshiping in your car, you're at a stoplight and you're wondering, okay, who's watching you (laughs) praise and worship in your car? And then I, you know, the ice just kept breaking and breaking. And um, God kept moving in more and more to me to where raising a family, I started um, saying, okay, where are my kids? music going to go to where there are choices and that and I said you know they're going to want to go to concerts and what kind of concerts do I want these kids to go to so I started um researching where these concerts were at and I would drag my kids to these concerts and bit <laughs> by bit and then my husband and we would Did go Did they to- go
1: willingly every time?
0: My kids did. My husband was like, okay, what am I getting myself into here? You know, (laughs) you have that little bit like, okay, uh, shout out to my husband. I love him dearly, but (laughs) it's more like, um, you know, you always wonder, okay, what is this all about? Is this going to be more like, oh, all these, you know, Jesus, 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 Jesus. And it's not like that. Hmm. It's a whole other avenue of um, learning about Jesus. Hmm. And um, so... As my family grew and that, we went on to more concerts.
3: Yeah, it's kind of... um Your story actually resonates with um, my encounter a little bit too of Christian music, because when you said when you said that about you know about seventeen years ago, I thought that might have been about when I started listening to it. Um, I think it was a couple, uh, just a couple years um, later than that. I remember they used to. I don't know if they published them anymore, but they were called the Wow Hits CDs. Yes, and they would come uh, out right, yes. and they'd come out with Got the every two series. CDs every year, and it was the most popular <laughs> Christian music. And I think it was Wow Hits uh 2003 or 4 that like really got me yeah. interested in in Christian Throwback. music. Uh, right, I know. <laughs> and and I would listen to these songs over and over and over again. And and it's interesting because a lot of the people when they would ask me, you know, it's a, I think it's a somewhat popular um high school question to ask what what kind of music do you listen to? And I would say Christian, and the the reaction I would get would either be, "Oh, I love Christian. That's all I listen to." Or, "Oh, Okay. Right? Like like yeah. this sort of, you know, that that kind of or or maybe just like um all right, you know, like skeptic or or just didn't like it or saw it as like this category over here, and that now that means you're this kind of person because you listen to Christian music, mm. um, and so it's it's interesting as you're talking about sort of your discovery of Christian music. Mine was was similar in that regard.
0: Yeah, I have a bunch of those
3: <laughs> CDs, the too. Wow yeah. CDs. The Wow CDs. The Wow CDs. It was
0: like the way you got every every top number right all in one CD. And they were all
3: good. And they were all you good. Just,
1: yeah. <laughs> so do your kids still listen to Christian music? Oh, very much so, yeah.
0: yes. And, you know, they even went through the phase going through high school. You know, I believe, you know, I think one time happened with my daughter, this one boy goes, you know, what's on your iPod or, I, you know, your music on your iPod? And when he was scrolling through it, he saw, like, what's casting crowns? What's what's this, you know, what's this Christian music? And not seeing the all this heavy rock and roll and all that. And I'm not sure if she felt a little and. Im- you know, Odd or the, the awkward turtle There yeah. but she's like yeah you gotta Listen to this stuff it's really good um, Now I think it's getting more Popular mm-hmm. and more Kids are like oh yeah I hear that um, I know my son has Gone on some dates and had uh, Caleb on there and the girl's like Oh you listen to Caleb you know, so he's like, "Yeah." So it's getting more shout popular. out to young men yeah. going on dates. <laughs>
2: <On> dates. K.
1: Love <laughs> on the car. <laughs> on the
0: car
2: <laughs> <laughs> might attract the right kind of girls. <laughs> so, yes, you're right,
0: exactly. So I was, you know, feeling like, "Oh, yay, yay, mom! You yeah. know, pat on my back, did something." But um, uh yeah. So when it came to you know my choices as a parent of what avenue am I going to bring my kids down, we started um, listening to Christian music, and then. The Christian music happened to make our way into our church Mm. with Father Ken. You know, he started this youth mass at four o'clock, it was on Sunday evenings. And they had a praise and worship group. And then all of a sudden, this music was starting to come in Chris Tomlin and that. And now it's really there. What draws me towards Christian music is you don't really even realize you are talking the Bible you are saying bible verses and it's just natural for you to start saying these things it's like um you, you know they a lot of these christian artists take their lyrics from psalms yeah and your kid could be singing you know a song and they're just praising god and they they know many words and ways to say the word jesus and my lord that people don't even realize that they are saying god yeah and i'll use an example of the song i am by david crowder um it's a real peppy song you might be driving along singing i am holding on to you i am holding on to you folks get the record labels out here she
1: comes (laughs) natalie cherry on the mic
0: and um you're saying god And I used to walk into businesses just singing that song, and people never knew what I was doing. And it was a little, we're, us Christians are a little sneaky like that, you know? (laughs) And I would drive around, and, you know, that's just one song. And a a throwback to history um, with music, Um, we had talked about um, Saint Cecilia. Mm, You know, she was the patron saint, and, you know, Christian music was back then. So, did it all start back then? You know, as Catholics, you know, we were already singing praise and worship through our saints. And then I did a little research on it and uh, John Paul, St. John Paul II, he mentions how much he loves praise and worship. He finds that That was one of his little sweet tooths that he liked. (laughs) So it's there, you know. um, And I think
1: the beauty of it too is just with uh, um, is what we what we put into our heart and our ears, you know, and our eyes. It kind of comes out in our life. Definitely,
0: definitely. So if we're putting
1: in uh, music that's that's very derogatory or negative. You know, it's that's kind of what's bouncing around in our mind all the time. But I love, like you're talking about when you were working, that all day you're putting in this music about Jesus loves us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and I love Jesus, and it's literally coming out of your mouth when you're going to people's houses, dropping off things, you know, dropping off packages. It's you know, Jesus, Jesus loves me or Ave Maria, and it's like mm-hmm. there are, people are hearing the word of God from your lips as you're doing your work, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Yeah.
0: You know, yeah. I wasn't just a normal delivery person. I was a singing delivery <laughs> person, <laughs> especially on Valentine's Day. And she I didn't would even sing. charge extra <laughs> for that. I didn't charge extra. <laughs> the, nope. It came naturally in that. But, uh, um, yeah, you know, it's what you take in is mm-hmm. what you're going to bring out. Yeah, And um, and I did see um, the changes in my family hmm. as they grew Uh, To enjoy the Christian music more and more, how it first it gave us family time, going to these concerts, and then I saw the effect of my kids showing other kids this music, and um, now my husband's like, okay, when we go in on the next cruise, you know, he's all on board, you know, and Yeah. um, yeah. So um you do the Christian yeah,
1: music cruises, yeah, the
0: K Love Cruise. Woo, oh yeah, nice. yep. Yeah, cruising if with the yeah, Lord, <laughs> <laughs> cruising with Jesus on the water. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of people who love Jesus.
1: Oh, that's awesome. And
0: uh, if there's diving to be had, <laughs> my <laughs> my husband will be there, and I got the Christian music, so we got the best of two worlds. Oh, yeah. On that, on <laughs> Yahweh, <laughs> Yahweh. <laughs> We're looking for Jesus out in the water. <laughs> that's great. So yeah, that, so yeah, so they're ex- even. Expensive expanding in that areas. Mm. Um, as a matter of fact, to get on those cruises, it's hard. Now, you have to be, a couple of years ago, I was put on a waiting list, oh, wow. and I ended up getting Jeremy Camp's room. They called me up and said he couldn't make it, and we got one of the artists' room. <laughs> he, Jeremy, you don't know that I have your room, <laughs> but, but we got your balcony room, so it was good. <laughs> so Wow. Yeah, I think and it's,
3: you know, in talking about it, too, there's another piece. There's the what are you bringing in right into your into your mind and into your heart, that positive just sort of from the practical standpoint, like the positive that it's uh, positive thoughts that it creates and continues to nourish within us. And there's also that piece that it's it's a form of prayer. Mm-hmm. Two, right I mean that's like King David wrote all of the psalms and they were they were psalms of of prayer and yes, music and song but um, I think it was it Saint Augustine, I think who said when you um, when you sing, like the Psalms, or you sing a prayer, it's like praying twice. Right. right? Like, oh, like yeah. there's, that, there's yes. that aspect of it that I think is really, is really powerful. And um, I, one of my favorite artists is Matt Marr, who actually Correct. is a Catholic, um, a Catholic Christian music artist and uh, mainstream, but he's he's very good. And I like his lyrics. And I actually, when I turn on his music, I turn it on with the purpose of prayer. Like I want uh-huh. to pray some of his songs. Like one of my favorites is Lord, I Need You by him.
0: Yes. And like yeah. when
3: I need to pray Lord, I Need You, I turn on that song and it helps me to pray that at a deeper level, I think. Do you guys, have you guys had that experience with?
0: Yes. I, um, There was a, a time that I was going through a lot of havoc in my life and I came across this artist named Belanca. And she has this song called um, Greater Is He. Which is lyrics from the Bible of what was John First John
1: four four I think First John yeah. four
0: four, and here I was praising and praying at the same time, and that helped me get through the challenging time of my life. Hmm. And when um, music, like you say, is a double double dip with God, and um, you don't even realize. How you're praying and asking God for your help. Yeah. In that um there are many, many lyrics that they get. They take the Christian artists take their lyrics from the Bible and they are delivering these things to us. So um
1: Which is just and, awesome, right? Because yeah. songs get stuck in your head. And yeah. if it's Bible verses, like in song format, that's beautiful, it's stuck in your head. You got you have scripture bouncing around in your head and, all day. And. It's
0: beautiful. Yeah. Another uh Flashback is. Um, I wanted to bring up like us being Catholics, being there many years ago. We're all familiar with the group Journey, mm-hmm. and Jonathan Cain is their pianist and lyric writer, and he studied to be a priest. He th- well, he had thought about being a priest. He was raised Catholic, oh, wow. and that, and he was really contemplating being a priest, but then he went into the music era, and then. As I was studying and just I saw clips on him, the music that the songs that he wrote was um, "Faithfully," "Open Arms," and "Don't Stop Believing." Don't and,
2: uh, stop <laughs> believing.
0: Hold on to that. What? Feeling. Yeah,
2: falsetto.
0: <laughs> the, okay, you you'll be my backup girl. You up, You're gonna Natalie. be my backup singer. <laughs> I mean, honestly, going on tour. <laughs>
2: Austin Farincetto.
3: <laughs> Ouch.
0: <laughs> Anyways, I did not know that he wrote those songs for all of us as praise and worship songs. So when That's awesome. people were at Journey concerts, they were literally praise and worshiping God. And they had no idea. Wow! And as I researched this even more, my favorite artist is Lincoln Brewster. Mm-hmm. And I go to, I drag my family eight hours to New Jersey to a Lincoln Brewster concert because he's only a West Coast kind of guy. Doesn't come to the (laughs) East Coast that often. And we're in this concert and he starts breaking out in Journey music. And I'm like, okay, what's going on? And he used to be one of the lead guitarists for Journey. Oh, nice. And when they broke up, he went into Christian music. Mm. So, if you're ever an electric guitar guy, look up Lincoln Brewster and you really, really enjoy <laughs> that good, music. Huh? Yeah, he's tough to get to come to the East Coast, but um, he's my favorite artist, and um, along with many others. But so, uh, anyway, so the shout out that Christian music's been there, us Catholics have been there. Um, so, jumping on board to these concerts you know what when we get to these concerts um, you're meeting many people from different um, beliefs and but they all believe in Christ and we're coming together as Christians to praise and worship Jesus. It's not a place to take away from mass right okay I always we always go to mass. First, and then we go to these concerts. It's not a replacement to mass, it is just a pl- an extra plus to go to love the Lord. And you learn and you get to talk about your faith and learn about other people's faiths. And when you come together as children of Christ and that many uh, t- beliefs, the power there is just so beautiful. It's just really, really beautiful. If you can separate the diversity of the of the religions, the denominations, denominations, and we just come together, and they tell people, find a church, find a place to go and worship. You know, because you get a lot of people there that don't even believe in Jesus yet, and you know, we've brought in many friends. My kids have brought in friends to where they're like, okay, what is this all about? And they've um, um opened their eyes to okay what is jesus all about in a good atmosphere you know that's pretty
1: cool i never really even considered that aspect of it that it's a great evangelization tool i mean to uh to be i mean that's fantastic to hear that your kids are inviting their friends and who wouldn't want to go to a concert especially the youth you know it's a concert uh loud music maybe even some crowd surfing so you know that's great
0: the other thing is very affordable yeah yeah you know, that was another thing you know they had these winter jams where it was ten dollars a person, and me and the kids would camp out for like six hours to be the first in <laughs> and um ten dollars a person you could bring a family you know for sixty seventy dollars so you know um it would they make it affordable um it's it's just a great atmosphere, mm-hmm. and as you guys as young parents um I'm trying to give you a little information on this is, you know, this is something good yeah, for your kids. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, we uh, we turn on praise and worship music a lot at our house. Just Yeah, we just love the kids listening to it. You know, we're big into that and classical music. Just uh, just good art going through their minds and, uh, and Bible verses kind of permeating their minds as they grow. It's mm-hmm. just such a beautiful thing.
0: The other blessing I had, um, Ken invited me to help out with the youth group. This past summer. And I was saying to myself, okay, uh, what? yes, God, I can help, but why am I helping these teenage kids out? Yeah, I love to feed children, and he had me doing all the food, and feed them and they will come. But in the whole <laughs> aspect of it, um, what I found out was what God was showing me is when we went to adoration, hmm. and Herbert was playing— Hebert, yeah. Hebert, yeah. Hebert was playing— all of that Christian music that I listened to. So I had the best of both worlds, okay? And naturally, I I have a natural harmonization ear. I harmonize very easily. So as he was singing along, I was just harmonizing in the back, and I was like, okay, God, this is why you had me here to help out. And it was like an extra treat for me. And when you bring adoration... With this music that the kids are hearing outside in the real world, it really brings it all together. They can relate yeah. to all this, and um that was very very, very powerful yeah. so
1: yeah, I think it's just such a great uh Great thing to add into prayer, you know, like these these wonderful devotions that already exist, like, uh, like adoration um, and, and other forms of prayer to bring in the, the Christian music that just moves your soul, you know. And I think that's one of the beautiful things about it is that it kind of engages a lot of who we are as people. A lot of times the music is emotional. You know, and yes. it kind of can capture our emotions uh, and guide them to Jesus. Um, and mm-hmm. I think, especially some of our uh, just younger people, you know, um, life can be pretty emotional, um, mm-hmm. uh, especially as you're as you're trying to grow up. And so that music can just kind of pierce a, a part of our hearts that that opens us up to to Jesus entering in and draws us deeper
3: uh, into relationship with Him. And what's really something beautiful to watch is a lot of the worship leaders in the church because whenever, as a, as a director of youth ministry, like when we have retreats or we go to a conference or something like that, always, almost always a piece of it is praise and worship music before our Lord and the Eucharist, right? Adoration with praise and worship music as part of it. But what's really awesome to watch is the, the best of the worship leaders are actually praising and worshiping and drawing the entire crowd into silence, like into moments of just being with God, letting God look at them and them looking at God, mm-hmm. and and I think that's there's something really powerful about that. That the music is sort of this can be this bridge into mm-hmm. that deep personal quiet encounter. We've got
1: you know Jackie Kearns did that really well at the uh, at the conference. We just some of us on staff went to a conference. Um, and they had some praise and worship music, and this artist, Jackie Kern, she was so great. I noticed that, where she'd be singing, but then she could tell everyone's like praying while they're singing. And that's mm-hmm. what makes an awesome worship leader, too, I think, is somebody who's praying while they're singing. I you know, remember, you can tell. Yeah. Yeah. And and she'd be singing, and then she would kind of back away, and everybody else is singing. And it was like she led, but now everyone's praying. Mm-hmm. And it it drew people into this deeper prayer that's really incredible.
0: Yeah, a lot of times at the concerts... The artist will stop playing and just let everybody sing. And when you have a stadium full of people singing, praising, praising the, Lord. the Lord, it is just so powerful. It is, it is You have to experience it. Yeah. You really do. Yeah.
2: So. I've been trying to figure out a, t- a time or a place to kind of insert this question. but um, So I think a lot of people, especially Catholics, and a lot of like just people that are not used to prayers and worship, will hear something like K-Love music and they're like, This is way too happy-go-lucky for me. This is way too cheesy for me. Like, give me Gregorian chant, and I'm good. Like so like what do you say to someone who's kind of like i don't know how to even enter into this because i remember when i first started getting in into um when i first visited intervarsity which was my first experience of praise and worship intervarsity was a like an ecumenical like non-denominational kind of group on campus and uh i walked into one of their large groups and they were just jamming out to all this like you know praise and worship music and i was shocked i was like Everybody's hands are in the air, they're dancing, this is not church. <laughs> and I was just like, what the heck is this? I just had no idea how to even approach it. So for someone who who's like maybe open to listening, but kind of weirded out by it, what would, what would you guys say?
1: You know, I was that person for a very long time. Uh, I did not like praise and worship until, gosh, only, I mean, pretty recently, within the last couple of years. Um, I thought it was kind of kind of cheesy, truly, Uh, I would listen to it and be like, you know, this just, this doesn't jive with me, Um, but I think what I realized was uh, as I prayed more, um, so kind of how I think you listen to Christian music first, Natalie, and then that Mm -hmm. drew you into prayer, I kind of almost had a reverse um, where I started praying more uh, and falling more in love with Jesus Um, and, uh, and And so I I think what I was closed off to, I became open to because I realized, like, these are people who are praying uh, through their music. And when I listen to it, it's actually bringing me um, into a little bit deeper prayer. Uh, And certainly not that it's going to resonate for everyone, but I found more and more um, just drawn to these as I read more of the scripture and realized, like you said, they're they're, they're singing the scriptures, you know? Uh, and I, I don't know. There's something something neat about that.
3: Yeah, and I think another piece, too, um, one is it's okay if, if you don't like Christian, right? Yeah. I mean, like, it, there, there's nothing that says you have to like praise and worship music.
1: Right. Um,
3: so, but I but I would challenge anyone who sort of, like, wants to look into it a little bit more, go deeper. Um, there are a lot of Christian artists that when you start to listen... To maybe some of their less popular songs there 's actually um, some great depth and struggle involved there 's actually one of my favorite bands is Tenth avenue north yes, and one of the reasons I like them so much is because their lyrics really touch at the heart of Um, A life of faith That it's not always easy It's not always great In fact, one of their CDs is called The Struggle And the entire album is about like Struggling through the hardship Um, And I went to one of their concerts And the lead singer kind of talked about Some of that. Mike Donahue. There you go. (laughs) You know. Groopy. Right. And and so I think there's more to a lot of this music than maybe when you first turn on the radio that you're hearing, right? Would you say, Natalie? Yeah. And
1: and, you know, there's even for, uh, and kind of what drew me into it was an artist named Danielle Rose, um, that I was kind of more into like the intellectual side of the faith. Um, I still love that, uh, that part of the faith. And I listened to some of her music. Actually, now Father John Babb gave me a CD. And, and she's I, Catholic, right? She's, yeah, she's Catholic. Yeah. Very Catholic. Um, and uh, and she's got like... I mean, it's like a theology lesson when you listen to her music. Mm-hmm. It's very some. deep. Uh, and she's got these references that are like, whoa, whoa that's amazing. You know, she's got one that uh, both my wife and I listened to. We're like, we never considered this before. But the she basically equates the sacrifice of Abraham and Isaac um, to to Jesus, God, the Father, and Jesus on the cross. And it was just beautifully done. It's a piece of art to listen to it. Um, so there's, there's so many styles of Christian music that, you know, if, if you're kind of more drawn to an emotional side, there's that. But like an intellectual side or the struggle like Ken was talking about, it's so diverse.
0: Yeah, that's the beauty of music. Yeah. It can reach all everybody. Okay. And when you talk about the diversity and that, there are groups out there that my kids like that I'm not the the favorite of. Um Skillet is one very popular group coming out. Back in the days, you know, when they came out, they were the fire flying heavy metal <laughs> and they had to tone it back a little bit. As a matter of fact, my Darling husband got left in the front row to watch this group one time at a winter jam. And he, and when I came back, he goes, Oh my gosh. <laughs> that was like really heavy, heavy. Christian music
2: He got, he got he, stuck in the mosh pit
0: Yeah he got stuck in the mosh pit up there And I'm like what happened I heard all the fire and the, fi- you know, the The banging going on in the back As I'm getting my CD signed By Mercy Me but, um, So it is expanding And it's growing and God's going to know What's going to reach every single one of us So that's why having this podcast I want you to just reach out and figure out What songs are you Really going to help your growth with God and your your relationship with Jesus don't worry. Like, are you going to miss Mass on Sunday? No, you're not going to miss Mass on Sunday. It's just to bring you closer yeah, to God, enrich
1: the relationship. Enrich. Yeah, that's that's beautiful, Natalie. Yeah, and thank you. I mean, this is such a great topic, and and like Natalie said, uh, check it out. Especially if you're on the fence at Christian music, it's it's worth the while. Yes. Um, well, Natalie, we have. It's obvious we could talk about this for another half hour, but mm-hmm. we're about at our time limit. <laughs> so uh, thank I. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for coming to be on the show. Thank this you. Is
0: such a, such thank a good you so time. much. I I really, really appreciate this, guys. And I really did.
1: Folks, Natalie applied to be on the show, yeah. and we strongly encourage you. Um, that's kind of the heart of, of this podcast is for parishioners to come and proclaim the love of Jesus. So please go to our website, vichimundum.com, and uh, fill out an application. It can be really simple, but if there's something on your heart that you feel you want to share, um, then... Come on, let's do it. So uh, be sure you like us, share us, and until next time, Our Lady of Mount Carmel, pray pray for us. us. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the presenters alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church in Newport News, Virginia, or the Catholic Diocese of Richmond. This podcast is presented to you by individuals who are not all necessarily experts in the field of discussion, but are answering the call of the new evangelization and sharing their love of Christ with you. God bless you.